You're listening to the Inspire Africa Show with Victor Ake. Inspiring Africans around the globe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Rocks Radio. And of course, this is the Inspire Africa Show. My name is Victor RK. And I love to start by saying that making Africa better, it's a collective responsibility. It is um, the duty of you and I to make sure that our continent is made better. So you've got to, at all time, contribute your own bit and your quota towards making sure that our continent is made better. And today on the show, we are going to be having a conversation centered on depression. Reason being that lots and lots of people keep crying and shouting that they're depressed in every area of life. The society basically makes things tough and difficult. And so lots of people who doesn't have the mental toughness tends to sway into depression. And some persons are actually dying and losing themselves because of depression. And today we have an amazing personality who is going to be having the conversation with us on depression. Possibly this is going to also give us uh, solutions to uh, the depressions as well and how we can avoid them if possible. Our guest today is the Great Sam. The Great Sam is a dynamic peak performance life coach with passion and capacity to inspire people to step out of their fears and comfort and pursue a people's life fulfilling path. He is the president of Ibute Life Club, a weekly meeting where people are freely inspired and thought. He is the lead coach of the Great Sam Coaching. He is also the host of the Great Sam Life Class on radio. And every Saturday you can listen to him on 95.1 Today FM. And the Great Sam is happily married to a beautiful wife, Adiola Levi, and is blessed with three amazing children. How are you doing today, Sai? Uh, thank you so much. I greet you. Thank you for having me on this um, show. I really do appreciate that. You're welcome, sir. Uh, quickly, how is, how is your family doing as well? Uh, family, they are fine. Thank God. We, <laughs> we want to say God has been very faithful. You know? Sorry, I'm a quite uh, a person of faith. So you yeah. would be able to be in my conversation somehow if I do talk about things like thank God, yeah. God is faithful. Yeah. So please, listeners out there, don't take it personal. It's just, it's just, it's just me. Thank you. Yeah, well done, sir. So we're talking about depression, basically. Now, lots of people uh, tend to use the word depression. Let's get uh, a definition of that word, first of all. Mm. <clears throat> Getting a word, a definition is actually a problem for me sometimes, you know. Mm. Um, most, uh, oftentimes, when we define things that has to do with human behavior, mm. things that are human-related, the definitions, whatever we give, are already having some limitation. Okay. Because we're already putting it into a confinement with words that are not sufficient enough to actually express the emotions. Actually, mm. there's no perfect way to express emotions. Mm. We only assume that when somebody has a feeling for love, it's called love. Yeah. But the feelings are sometimes way past what we are saying. Mm. Or may not even be what we are saying mm. or feeling. So when we say depression, I just use one word. Depression is just a sickness of the mind. Okay. Just like someone is sick of malaria, typhoid, or cancer, or possibly mm. this um, COVID-19 or yeah. whatever. So, and the whole sickness seems to have affect, not seems, it does affect your body. So it is called pathological because it's, it's disease-driven yeah. um, or kind of, and it affects your the physiology of your body, the mm. normal functional um, operations of your body that affect mm. it. The same way, when it comes to the human mind, yeah. man categorically can be seen into the mind and the body. Yeah. So, uh, uh, some we say that of course the three pattern nature, the spirit, soul, and body. Yeah. But pardon me to use the word these two, these two divide. Okay. It says the body of the man 
and a man and a mind. Okay. Um, Rene Descartes and so many other philosophers will talk about the human mind and talk about the mind being in some locations somewhere trying to mm. materialize the thing called mind. Of course, it's yeah. not possible. Mm. They couldn't actually achieve that. So when you look at the um, 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 the medical practice, it's functioned basically on the human body, mm. the anatomical structures and the physiological function of the body. Mm. So also, but the other aspect of man, which has to do with the mind, yeah. that mind has to do with the will, mm. the choice, the will to do, the will not to do, the place of conscience and the place of uh, uh, of thinking per se. Yeah. You know, it's beyond that. So, the sickness of the body is the regular sickness that we see as pathological and the rest of them. So, the yeah. sickness of the mind mm. is depression. Wow. So if, if you mention that to be a sickness, uh, usually we, we see the signs and symptoms of certain illnesses. So what, what could we point to be the signs and symptoms of depression? Yeah, just like you have a few people who have headaches and people have feverish and the rest of them. So how do you notice that someone has slipped into depression? Mm. You start seeing the signs of some of some persons exhibit it differently, depending mm. on their emotional strength. Yeah. Say. So you see this person having withdrawal, isolation, mm. anger, mm. self-guilt, mm. you know, and at some point, it goes into um, psychology, becomes psychotic per se. Okay. You see the person going through schizophrenic conditions. Mm. You know, uh, some person is going to amnesia, start mm. forgetting things. Some yeah. persons have um, um, a prolonged headache, mm. and so on and so forth. So, but the funny thing about depression is that some of the symptoms could slip into pathological conditions okay. or symptoms. That it looks as if the body, the person is having. Headaches, yeah, and you think the headache is treatable by paracetamols yeah. and the normal analgesic, but it's not. Mm. There are cases of people getting um, depressed, but at the same time they're having rashes. Okay, on their skins. Yes. Wow. And then you think it's just you find out that every treatment you've given mm. is not working. Wow. So I've seen cases in the line of my work. I say I'm a life coach, yeah. and and basically what I deal more with is is um, mind mind issues yeah and so you see somebody going through um thing like amnesia for example person yeah. is always forgetting something mm. always forgetting and you begin to think ah what's wrong what's wrong yeah. at some point when you start trailing the whole thing down it's just a symptom of depression wow so some persons could start having suicidal thoughts suicidal yeah. tendencies and suicidal attempts mm. At some level, it can come to a form of obsession, mm. especially when it is um, emotional or love-related. Yeah. So it comes in, in different colors. Yeah. There's just one major symptom of depression. Mm. is sadness. Wow. That's just it. Sadness. Mm. But uh, I, that's the point, sadness. But mm. there are some cases of individuals that you may not think they are sad, okay. but inside they know they are sad. Mm. How? They fake happiness oh. they look super excited okay for example if you if i know you victor of yeah. who you are and somehow i see you to because you're becoming too excited yeah. than your normal yeah you're acting too happy that you're normal yeah is that usually by an influence okay an influence could be either a drug mm. or stuff like that okay but when i check through mm. it's not a drug or it's a drug related issue Okay. You could trace it that this person is depressed. And the best option for this person to escape that prolonged sadness, yeah. they take something that should just give them happiness. You know, uh, boys within this area, we use the word, oh boy, just make I just forget joy. I asked yeah. the boy, I was in a studio session some years ago, and the young boy, I asked him, why do you guys do drugs? Mm. He's a senior man. Pardon me to use the word, I'm a Nigerian, so those yeah. are for listening to so pardon us. He's a senior man. You don't go understand. Mm. 
this thing you go, you go, you go just they get joy yeah you know you go just they get joy that inside um excitement yeah but it's fake it's pseudo it's okay. not real mm. pseudo excitement so when you see that you know this person is going through depression, depression. of course but depression got stages yeah so what, what are then the stages of depression well i could say the stage one stage two stage three okay and then the fourth stage okay at the first stage is where this person is just having this sense of disappointment mm. i'm not happy you know just at that level yeah he has not really slipped into that thing called okay. depression per se mm. in the depth of it yeah then at the second level is where this person is not having the level of isolation regular isolation always wanting to be alone. left alone okay and then at the third level is where you start having suggestions mm. suggestions like you're tired of life Okay. Suggestions like let me end it here. Mm. Suggestions where you begin to question, you begin to person begins to ask existential question. Mm. Not because the person wants a philosophical solution. Yeah. But it's asking existential questions as a way to find an answer to escape their reality. Mm. I repeat, to escape their reality. reality. For example, the person is just asking question like, what's in this life self? Mm. It's different from asking you friend what do you think this life is all about yeah this person wants to know but this person is asking this question because inside it's tired what's in this life sir mm-hmm. what's in this life any answer you give is always being countered with an administration yeah. and of course they thought the fourth level is where this person is has slipped into a high level of depression whereby mm-hmm. well some persons might call um is it um uh, you are lost inside your mind okay is it um uh, I, I wish I can get the right word. Where the person is lost in inside the mind. their mind, okay. you know, they, they begin to build castles inside. Mm. There is a reality they have painted for themselves. At that point, the person starts hallucinating. Okay, sees what you are not seeing, hears what you are not hearing. Yeah. And some point, it goes into psychotic mental issues mm. and stuff. So these these are some signs of uh, depressions. Wow. You know, what what are the causes of? A lot of things. It's just <laughs> simple. The Bible says, I'm a Christian, and the Word of God says um, that, um, that uh, 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 oh, come on, let me uh, remind me. It, it, the Word of God says, uh, when, when um, hope deferred, yeah, that's the word. Okay. Hope deferred, make her the heart sick. Okay. So, what's the cause of this depression? It's disappointment. Yeah. When what you're expecting, you don't get it. Okay. It's just, that's just it. Mm. There's no long room it's just disappointment when the standard of what you believe you should get is not what you are seeing mm. when your reality is in a direct sharp contrast to your ideal mm. what you have in mind as your ideal but your reality is sharp contrast of it yeah so that disappointment oh. is making the heart sick the sickness of the heart mm. uh, that's depression <laughs> so how do we then guide our heart towards sleeping into uh, depression. Mm. Guiding your heart towards that. And and some persons will say, don't over-expect to, to, too many things from mm-hmm. people. But yeah. that statement itself is it's a statement of acceptance of mediocrity at some point. Okay. You know, I, I don't buy into that. Mm-hmm. I don't buy into that. But rather I tell you, if you want to overcome this, it's a sickness of the mind. And when it hits you, it's because it hits you so bad because you never had defense system inside. Mm. It's just like every time a lot of 
bacteria, name it virus, are hitting us yeah. on daily basis. Yeah. But your body antigens, antibodies, your immune system are fighting a lot of them. It's like the yeah. one that overpowers it mm. that stays. And what do you do? You go for treatment. That's right. But the first treatment you take is what? Diagnosis. Okay. You go for tests to know what is it. Yeah. When you know what it is, then you go for prescription. You take the drugs. Yeah. And you combat it. Almost drugs, actually. Mm. Drugs are simply external antibodies. Okay. It's just external antibodies. Okay. It, it comes into your body system, build up a defense against this disease. Mm. Help your body now to fight this disease. Mm. It's like allied force. That's what okay. drugs are. Wow. You know, everything we see in the whole world is summarized to the same thing. It's just the same thing, but playing out in different cards. Mm. War is just the same thing with your body system. Okay. They're fighting you and they're overpowering you. Yeah. Do not call for another country to help you fight this fight. Yeah. That's what drugs is. Okay. Please, oh, I need this drug. Mm. But another, please, I need your help. Yeah. But another comes in. But you pay them. You yeah. pay for the drug. The same way you pay these for soldiers that are allied forces to come fight your yeah. fight. So they come in, mm. they fight your fight. They are not part of your country. Mm. The same way the Panadol is not part of your system. Yeah. It flushes out this thing. Mm. And when it flushes it out, it's not for you to make sure you build your antibodies, keep yeah. yourself safe. Yeah. So that your immune system gets stronger. Yeah. So that same application, mm. the same application for the depression. Okay. So if, if it was able to hit you, we all got disappointment comes in. Yeah, it does. You know, the disappointment comes in. So if it hits you and got you down, yeah, I got you down. Just the way when you are sick, do you notice you are withdrawn? Yes. You just yeah. you, you everything about you want to stay calm. You yeah. just want to be alone. You just want that. You just want that. That's the same thing. Mm. But would you say because I'm sick I want to stay alone? No. What do you do? You go out that's for right. help. That's but right. that's one of the ways to deal with this. Mm. When you notice you are seek help yeah go for help mm. and in the process of a professional help a diagnosis is done through talk therapy okay to know what actually caused you to sleep to this thing mm. and then you're you're being talked to build confidence and faith okay how do you overcome depression is just one simple thing depression comes because of hope was missed yeah to build against depression you need to install hope through faith wow mm. It's through faith you overcome that. So what we could call the, the faith, the immune booster. Fine. Is that Fine. Uh-huh. It's, that's what it is, actually. Uh-huh. When your faith is down, uh-huh. your immune system is down. down. If you are a Christian, you talked about the shield of faith. Yeah. Why is it shield? He said, with which you quench the fairy darts. Small, darts are smaller arrows, not yeah. big arrows. Yeah. And darts are thrown. Yeah by a person to you. The same way, disappointment comes from people to you. Small, small. So, but if your shield of faith is small, Mm. it can't cover you. So, you build your faith. And how do you build your faith? Arm yourself with necessary information and necessary association. Yeah. Now, before before we go down to the information and association, now, lots of people who are actually depressed, um, they don't find, they don't find, um, they usually don't have the ability to talk about it you know they they are usually on their own just like you mentioned now how do we encourage those people to go ahead and talk to people about you know their their state of mind mm. well that's why programs like this are there yeah and that's why if you're listening to me right now you're feeling that way you know you need to ask for help ask for help 
you know, you'd be trying to say, let me, I want to, you know, you know young, young people often make that mistake. Mm. Then, then I need time out. Let me deal with things in my life, myself. Yeah. But you ask yourself, have you been able to deal with it yourself? Mm. Don't stop deceiving yourself. Because one of the things it does is it wants to keep you alone. But you don't have the necessary information. Yeah. Sometimes even what you know and what you believe, mm. you just want another person to say it back to you. Yeah. It becomes a therapy. Mm. It's not because you don't know. When someone else tells you that same thing, yeah. you, because at that point of uh, when you are weak in depression, mm. guess what? You no longer believe yourself. Yeah. It's someone else talking to you that matters. So you don't keep silent because you are heartbroken. You don't keep quiet. Mm. Talk to people. Mm. Talk to professionals who could help you. That's why I say the way you build deal with this thing is what I say. The first thing I said is what with necessary information, information. and association. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about uh, uh, information. Um, you mentioned talking to professionals, basically. Now to be able to help people out there. Who are these professionals that we need to talk to? Yeah, you talk to life coaches. If you you talk to professional life coaches to talk to you about. Are there people that are trained in yeah, you know yes, helping you get yes. out of depression? I'm know. a peak performance life coach. Yeah. And for example, my job description is to just make your life better. Okay. So I've handled a lot of cases on depressions mm. and the rest of them. So you talk to your to life coaches, professional ones that could yeah. talk to you about it. Mm. And um it, it works a lot. Yeah. You know, it does, it does, honestly. It works. It's just funny that most times in Africa here, yeah. um, professionally such jobs are seems not to be. You really don't get more people. So you have you have people always um, jumping into um, religious activities immediately. Yeah. And it's so painful that the religious activities always shift the blame. Mm. Our religious activities designed to push it to the devil. You understand me? And these are cases that you can handle. These are cases that were either self-caused. Yeah. And you know, once you push a blame to something, yeah. you know what it does? Tell me, sir. You no longer think of the solution. You believe mm. the solution is no longer with you. You believe, you believe the only thing that will help me is this thing, this person that is doing it to go out. Yeah, so begin to kill. So at, at <laughs> some point, you begin to operate at the mercy of whoever you shifted the blame to. Mm. You know? Mm. So um, I'm not saying religious... Religion has helped man a lot in dealing with depression. Okay. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Because to overcome depression is faith. Mm -hmm. And religion does that powerfully. Mm -hmm. But there are cases where people are already having doubt inside. Yeah. Doubting if God really cares about them. Mm -hmm. Doubting that Susan So Pastor I met. Also, so and so religious leader I met took advantage of me. Mm. So there is already, or you read something about a pastor or about a leader, there's already this defense you already have about yeah. this person. So they can't really help you. Do mm. you understand me? Yeah. So that's why um, going for professional help. And again, in the South, in the West rather, people in the Western culture, yeah. most of time, most times they are talk therapies or their therapies. I have not, I, I, I can't rate their therapy sessions 70% effective. Okay. I rate it less, far less than that. Why? Because if truly you've dealt with this person's case on depression, mm -hmm. that person shouldn't come back again. Okay. But again, if we use that as an illness, let's say one is done with malaria. 
you know, and the person treats malaria for a couple of times. You know, usually that malaria tends to also come back maybe in future again, and then you go back again and you treat yes, again. Yes, yes. That was why I made a statement earlier. Mm. And even in medicine, that's what they call preventive medicine. Okay. It's more effective than curative medicine. Mm. And what's preventive medicine is information. Okay. Preventive medicine is all about information. Mm. You know the right thing to do, mm. and then you are keeping to the right information exposed to you. Yeah. So if you don't know the right information, what do you do? Mm. You keep coming. That's right. And in talk therapy, question I should ask some therapists, what have you been doing mm. if you have not armed this person with the right information? Mm on how to build inner motivation. Yeah. How to overcome these things and how to handle these things. Yeah. So that the person keeps coming. I know some persons just use that as we are milking money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the coaching industry, according to Forbes, is one of the multi-billion dollar business right mm. now. So if you go to the West, you see a lot of persons going to coaching, life coach here, life coach here, life coach here, life coach here. <laughs> you see most of the persons who go to drug uh, rehabilitations, most sometimes they end up dying again by same drugs. Mm. Some of them, not all. Yeah, some of them. Now, but you find out that those who who seem to overcome it very well are those who combine the therapy plus religion. Yeah. So in the Western culture, the religion seems to be lower. Okay. You get it. Yeah. In Africa here, the religion seems to be higher. High. So you see the, but there's the ought to be a balance. Mm. A balance. I was talking with um, an associate professor in India, Trupti Desai, and she and she said she, she's a Hindu. I'm a Christian. She said okay. she said honestly, she she said honestly, religion is very crucial. Okay, as a therapy mm. in handling cases like this wow. depression, because that's the truth. Mm. Because man would always seek for help, and every help man seeks is must be bigger than the man. Yeah, if not, it's not help. Mm. You've not eaten and you want to give me food. You are hungry and you want to feed me. <laughs> How? How? So help must come from, let me use the word, from above. Something yeah. bigger than you. You get that? So that's where religion comes into play. Okay. And that's where the right necessary or right information comes into play. Yeah. They're talking about the right information. Those who, are the, those who are depressed, what are the information that they need to get to be able to guide them or help them come out of The depression? first information is that you need help. Yeah. <laughs> You're not self-sufficient. Okay. You just need help. Mm. That's the truth. And ask. Okay. Ask for help. Mm. And the second thing that could, second thing I would just tell them is that they should be open for help. Mm. You know the language of depression, or should I use the word uh, the, the the terrible dilemma of depression? Mm. The dilemma rather of depression is that you are a prisoner and a jailer at the same time. Mm. That's depression. But you are in the prison yeah. and you are the jailer at the same time. You have the keys right in your pocket yeah. but you still can't come out. So in, 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 in the therapeutic method of, of dealing with depression is that it's not the therapist that has the solution. The therapist is just a coach. He's a guide. Okay. The coach is not the one with the skill. Mm. The footballer is the one with the skill. That's so the right. coach's aim is what? Help you make sure that skill comes out in the right place. Mm. You can't take a skillful striker and place him on the defense. Yeah. What is he going to do? What is he going to do? You weary him and get poor performance. So, yeah. so as a coach, all you need to do is, or as a as a life coach, all you need to do is what the solution is right there with these people. Mm. Help them uncover this yeah. thing yeah. through talk sessions. You help them 
and they come out and yeah. they feel big and they are and they are good. So uh, the way is this: you get help, and the second thing you need to believe that it's possible to be helped. Okay. Some person is listening to me right now. I've given up on themselves. Forget about it. I can't be helped. Mm-hmm. Nobody can help me. It's not true. It's not true. The reason why nobody can help you is because you said so. Yeah. So stop saying so, and see help come your way. What what are the avoidance principles that one can actually take you know, to help you avoid? Keep right company. Mm. Read good books. Listen to tapes. Arm yourself with information. Listen to teachings, inspirational talks. Mm. Make it a routine every day. Mm. Listen to tapes. Listen to podcasts. Listen to things that would inspire you. Mm. Just like this station, um, Rax Radio, doing a very great job. Yeah. You know, sending a message across to people. Mm. Play it over and over. Follow up other people. Go to YouTube. Watch things that will inspire you. Yeah. I will, I will, let me say this. Um, um, comedy shows are good. Yeah. Well, just like in therapy or treatment, comedies are like anesthesia. Okay. It just it doesn't take the pain away. It just takes it away temporarily. Yeah. It gives you relief. At yeah. The it gives you relief. Well, funny enough, that's what we patronize most. Mm. You just like and you go back home. The same thing. Yeah. So comedy shows are good, but take note, they're just anesthesia, mm. that's time. It doesn't, it doesn't deal with the problem. Yeah. The problem remains there, but it just takes your mind to be happy. Yeah. It's like morphine, it's like cocaine. Mm. It just hides you and then you come back to yourself. Yeah. The moment it clears off, you're back to where It's so funny that people will pay a lot to go for a comedy show and pay nothing to go for a therapy session. Yeah. So it's, it's a problem. <laughs> the question is, why is it like that? Why would they want to go for the temporary relief where you know that you can get a permanent solution? Because this generation, man seems to live in what you call an obvious self-deceit. Mm. And self-deceit is more advertised. All what we do in Instagram, all we do in Facebook, all we do in social media, you smile when you know you're not smiling. Yeah. You take a picture of the food you're about to eat when you know that food came by grace. Yeah. And, and that picture is going to remain on the internet. And that picture will be there tomorrow. That mm-hmm. picture will be there next tomorrow. When you have nothing to eat, that picture will still be there. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. Nobody goes to take a picture and wants to frown. No. You want to put up a smile. You get a lot of <laughs> likes and comments on your bad days. Yeah. You get a lot of likes and comments. And then you keep looking, watching your phone. How many likes have I gotten? Mm. How many comments have I gotten? And those who don't comment or like, you believe they're your enemies. Mm. We struggle to get likes. And you like what you don't really like. Mm. Have you not have you not pressed like one day <laughs> and you never like read it. the content? You just saw a picture, you just pressed like and moved. Sometimes I didn't even get to see the picture. You, you just like and be. move. <laughs> you just like and move. But truly you don't. You really don't like this thing. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. Mm. People people with a fake we, we praise and patronize self-deceit. Mm. You dress rich when you aren't rich. Yeah. And take pictures of your new shoe as if you have all the money in the world. Yeah. Go to the airport and take a picture when you're not traveling. Mm. <laughs> the life is just, we're living too, too much of fake. So that's the yeah. problem. Remember I said earlier, when your ideal is, is in sharp contrast mm-hmm. of your reality, yeah. you definitely slip into depression. Mm. Situations where uh, <coughs> there is, sorry, sir. Uh, where there is this um, what's the word now this one is someone is actually so deep into depression and usually if, if it's an illness maybe this person is in coma 
you know, and then needs life support to be able to come back home. Now, someone who has gone so deep in depression, who has completely and utterly lost himself in depression, how can we help this person to come back? How, how, what do we apply to? How do we uh, apply help to this individual? The first thing is, is the, that's where the counseling comes into play. This person doesn't even want to come out for counseling, maybe. Yeah, then what are you, what you going to do? Mm. What are you going to do? Mm. You don't want to go to the hospital for the treatment. So mm. what are you going to do? What do you do? Mm. There's nothing you can do. Should I let the person go? You won't let the person go because you're not even holding the person in the first place. Yeah. But the word let means I permit. Yeah. And you can't permit what you're not holding. That's true. So if the person is actually letting you go, mm. not you letting the person go. Mm. <laughs> you get it. So it's yeah. the reverse. So maybe you're listening to me and you've just shut down and you are... You are you 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 have even turned off severally, and you've turned in again. Mm-hmm. You've just tuned in again. Yeah. Because I beg, I beg, I beg. All these things they are saying, self. Why are you fighting yourself? Actually, if you look at it, you're fighting yourself. There's a voice inside of your head that cries out for help, and there's another voice inside of your head that is that beg all these things. Mm. So it's actually the battle that is going on in your mind, not in my mind. Yeah. So the fact is that you need help. Yeah. You need help, and you have to ask for it. Mm. You have to ask for it. Rax Radio, I believe, has an email address. You can reach out to them for that help. Yeah. So, and 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 if that's that's just what you need, you you you, you don't need to keep silence. You need to speak up. Yes, you were raped by your father or by your uncle. Yeah. I'll tell you something. There's no crime. There is no pain that is new. People have gone through that in time memorial. Yeah. And as we speak, somebody is also going through that mm. thing. And guess what? Whatever you're going through right now has swallowed some people. Yeah, it has. And some persons have swallowed it. Mm-hmm. And some persons are just fighting it. Yeah. So, whatever decision you take, if that problem kills you, it's not new. Mm. If you overcome that problem, it's not also new. Mm. If you ignore the problem, it's not also new. Yeah. So, you won't be the first to handle that same issue. Yeah. So the question is this now. The only problem is that you, the only, the only, the only, you are the only copy or the only version of yourself existing right now. Mm. So you have to deal with it. Yeah. That's my advice. But someone who is afraid or shy or ashamed because of the stigma that's attached to it, you know, using the citation he gave. Rape, yeah. Yeah, rape by, you know, maybe a parent even by a, a relative. And they tend to be ashamed, you know, because it carries a stigma her dad raped her, her uncle raped her. You know, the boldness to speak out becomes an issue. How do we encourage that kind of a person to speak? Yeah, that, that, that's why there are strict confidential rules during coaching. Mm. When you meet a coach who is going to coach you and take you through and all this stuff with them, you know that things discussed with your client, with your coach, is not to be shared. It's be handled with the old level of discretion. Mm. You know, where some cases requires legal cases, it's been followed up. Yeah. And where cases require medical attention, it's been followed up mm. and stuff like that. But the truth is this now, um, it's your life. Unfortunately, you don't have another copy to come back with. Yeah. If there was another one, I could tell you to, okay, leave this copy, this version. Your next version, sit up. Sorry, there's none. Mm-hmm. So, if it's my life, I, 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 I don't care what you're going to tell me. Yeah. I got to fix it. Because I don't have another one. Mm. I, I don't care who is going to feel bad about my happiness, mm. me getting my own joy, yeah. and that will make somebody's reputation drag it to the mud. Yeah. Oh, nah, it's my life. 
I'll go for the help I need to get. Yeah. At all costs and at every length. Mm. That's my advice to you. Wow. Whoa, thank you so much, the great Sam. Thank and you, I, sir. Uh, I don't feel like letting this conversation go because a lot of solution is already uh, being, it's, it's already going out there to lots of people right now. But sir, you could drop your uh, social media handles. Lots of people might want to connect to you, okay. maybe talk to you directly. On my Instagram, you can chat me up on Instagram, the great Sam coaching. Let's let D hyphen great Sam or at the great Sam. That's D G R E A T S A M C O A C H I N G. The Great Sam Coaching has Instagram, The Great Sam Coaching Facebook, mm. and The Great Sam Coaching um, YouTube. And if you feel you want to reach me on WhatsApp, yeah, you can chat me up on WhatsApp on 0904. Mm. That's the country code. Okay, yeah. uh, that, 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 that <laughs> hasn't that one that an issue. Okay, plus 234 yeah. 907-989-0904. 907-989-0904. So the page is The Great Sam Coaching, Facebook, Instagram, The Great Sam Coaching, yeah. and Twitter is The Great Sam Coaching. Mm. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are still listening to the Rocks Radio. This is the Inspire Africa Show. Of course, you can reach out to the uh, Rocks Radio on our Instagram page, Rocks Radio, Rocks underscore radio. On Facebook, it's Rocks Radio. And our email is hello at rocksradio.com. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.